Coffee with Your Therapist podcast is sponsored by MindGuard Mental Health Tracking and Management. We help psychotherapists and their clients by enabling the clients to report on their mental health while waiting to enter therapy. We are particularly focused on young people and university-aged people, and we will be very interested in talking to clinics and services who address this sector. Please contact Dr. Edel Crean via LinkedIn for more information. Thank you. It's uh, as we were just chatting there. It's Friday, and both of us probably are suffering at the end of the week from, um, you know, overload. <laughs> Me from too much coffee, and I think you've been doing some solid work. So there's a slight difference. But uh, thanks for coming on the podcast again, and um, for the people this, I'm talking to Dr. Lawrence Shapiro, who is um, um, I don't know how to describe it, but a very interesting man with a strong background in psychotherapy, but also increasingly. Uh, what technology can bring to psychotherapy. So, Lawrence, is, was there anything I'm missing out in that description? Uh, no, I, you know, I've, I've background is child psychology, and I've spent my career looking for practical ways uh, to deal with uh, help clients. Uh, other, I was actually trained as a psychoanalyst uh, when I was in my 20s, and went to psychoanalysts, uh, a psychoanalyst, three times a week on the couch. Uh, barely made it through because uh, I got crazier every week. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was twenty-five, so maybe that uh, goes with it. <laughs> but uh, but uh, you know, sometime then I that was in New York City. I moved to Colorado, and and um, in much more uh, practical, behavioral, cognitive. Uh, point of view and and I and I was a school psychologist actually and I had uh gosh I think I had 10 schools I had to a very rural area mm-hmm. and um I, I could only see kids maybe once every couple of weeks so I started uh inventing games and and I and I my first book was called games to grow on how to teach children self-control and uh, again, tw- 25 years of age, I was shocked it actually helped anybody, but uh, <laughs> it, but it did. I, I I go to a teacher and I say, just play this game while, while I see him again with or to help him, you know, learn self-control or learn the rules or whatever it was. And I'd come back and sure enough, things were better. So that's, we're talking a long time ago, and that's when I got interested in how can we give people tools between sessions, which is the name of my current company, mm-hmm. uh, because conventional psychotherapy, which is fifty minutes, an hour, maybe a week, if you're lucky, mm-hmm. uh, really doesn't make any sense. And and we have to find ways to help people between sessions. And certainly, technology has given us opportunities uh, which nobody saw coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, apps. I remember when the uh, Apple App Store was introduced, I think it was 2007, and all of a sudden you had these tens of thousands of apps, mindfulness apps and data journaling apps, and and I'm thinking this is unbelievable. This is going to change everything because now we can have things in our pocket that we can use for mental health. Yeah. But, but it really didn't change things very much. Is it? <laughs> and, uh, for, for, so for whatever reason... 
uh, mental health has really lagged in terms of using technology to help people, lagged behind certainly physical health, physical medicine. Uh, and that's my mission at this point in my life, to find ways that technology can facilitate, uh, you know, very talented people. We have a lot of very well-trained people, but we have, uh, you know, burnout. We've got uh, a shortage. We've got since the pandemic, but really before the pandemic, a lot of people that aren't getting help. So how do we use what we know, this exciting technology that's in front of us to help people uh you know, get better more quickly and, and, and live happier lives. Yeah, no, I, I find the whole area fascinating, to be honest, Lawrence. As you know, my, we, um, we met through our project and your projects. Um, and I don't even think we realized where what we could do with this. Um, I would use this potential negative size, but just the nature of sharing private information, personal information. But I think there's a huge potential benefit for good and increasingly, AI is the new buzzword. Um, you've come up with some really interesting tools based on AI. I had a look at them, and I found them really fascinating, to be honest. So, tell us what you've done with AI that you, you that you produce that I think will help people. Uh, yeah, well, what we've looked at, you know, there there uh, uh, kind of two schools of thought. What one is that AI is going to replace therapists. You're going to have these AI bots. And you're going to be talking to an AI therapist. And I, I don't think that's ever going to happen. That doesn't make any sense to me. AI. I, is I agree with that, uh, Lawrence. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. And uh, it, it's just not therapy. It's about human contact. And, and artificial intelligence is artificial. Uh, where the advances we are seeing, and I think it's true in medicine as well, is in uh, uh, helping uh, therapists uh, with paperwork, I mean, you know, with, with planning, with with conceptualizing, because what AI does really well is is it looks at data, and and that that is what it does. It looks at data. Uh, so what we've done, uh, we we started actually with uh, uh, Progress Notes Creator, and that when we we have three thousand members in our in our uh, website, and and when we talk to people, that was a pain point. We had people who work good-hearted people working two or three jobs uh, and then spending all weekend writing progress notes. Mm -hmm. So I saw, uh, you know, I saw that AI is really good at writing just like what we're doing now. Uh, it could, we could be recording this on the AI uh, and it would just make sense of this conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I said, well, you can do it, uh, you know, with a, a meeting, any kind of business meeting, you can certainly do it with progress notes. So we developed something where you upload uh, your progress notes, either your video or your audio, uh, and our AI will make put it into a note format. It'll look, it'll summarize it, tell you uh, what the most important points are, tell you uh, signs, warning signs of the clients is something that could be really, you know, something to worry about, urgent concerns. Uh, it'll show signs of continued progress. Uh, and continued problems. And, and it's interesting because the, the progress uh, part of it, I think we often neglect. We kind of listen for the, as therapists, we listen for, you know, what do I do next? What are the problems? But we don't necessarily always listen enough to what they're doing right or what they, um, you know, what 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 they're really getting from therapy. So AI, will just it just organizes what's already there. 
And uh, and what I realized in in in, in developing it and testing this, uh, you know, progress notes are just a chore, mm. but, but they're also a tool. And I kind you know nobody thinks of it that way. When when I read the the notes that I've created, I'm saying you know, I didn't really see this. You know, I, I, just in organizing it, and and AI is listening in a way that you know that I can't listen because it's smarter than me. Uh, and then I started saying, well, you know, this sub if I really pay attention to what these progress notes are saying, I'm going to be a better therapist. So that was, you know, I was trying to solve the, a, a, a problem, but I think in doing so created a tool uh, uh, that people could use. And then, the, and then we went to treatment planners, treatment plans, I should say, which uh, is the other thing that therapists struggle with. Uh, coming up with and and they, and at least here in the U.S., if you're working for an agency, if you're getting reimbursed by insurance hospitals, you have to have a treatment plan in yeah. a very specific format. So we came up with an AI treatment planner, and and, and basically, uh, what we did is we fed it information about all the problems that people have and the objectives and the inter appropriate interventions, uh, and and we our company makes tools, so we've. We connected it to our database of tools. So now when you tell you the AI, here's the problem, here are the issues, here's the family problems, here's our educational level, here's the type of therapy I do, in about 10 minutes, it'll come up with a complete treatment plan, which would have taken hours, uh, maybe days. Mm. Uh, and of course, you know, in both cases, the notes and the, the treatment plan are, have to be editable because... Uh, you know, we, it's not rote. It's not, you know, it, it's, it's helpful, but it's not going to replace us. And, and, and I think that's in a bigger sense, that's what we're going to see is, is the combination of human intelligence and mm. artificial yeah. intelligence. I, I don't even like the word AI, you know, artificial, it, it's really accelerated intelligence. If we have to use AI, it's not. I'm not sure what's artificial about it. That's very good, Lawrence. That's very good. Yeah, yeah. Like it. uh, it's just smarter than we are, faster than we are. So, uh, so why don't we use this tool to accelerate what we do, and uh, uh, and and always hopefully to the benefit of the client. Mm. No, that's really interesting, Lawrence. Um, just just talking about you there, the. Uh, session notes, uh, the way you explain it, and to me it seems obvious when you mention it, it gives the therapist an opportunity to reflect on the session from what you might call an impartial uh, viewpoint or a succinct viewpoint, shall we say. So, yeah, the the therapist was in the session. They are probably managing the session and inducing feedback and so on. And here is a synopsis of relevant and um, opportune points for them to, to reflect on. So that's really very powerful. And then the the second point you made about the the, the treatment plans, I guess there's legal and or um, financial reasons why the plan has to be in place. I don't fully know the, the you know the the, the 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 legalistic background, but the fact that there is suggestions, and I presume the therapist may or may not take them as up to themselves. That's really very powerful because it immediately as you say it accelerates everything but the therapist is still in charge i think this this is what you're saying of course of course yeah it's just, it's saying you know here's a you know goal which is to uh, alleviate their depressive symptoms 
Uh, here's the objective, which is to get them to exercise more every day. And here's uh, an intervention, which is to give them a diary to record that. Uh, and then here's a you know a worksheet to help them do that. So mm-hmm. the therapist is going to figure that out. You know, it's not rocket science. You know, but but here we've done it now for depression, but also we're going to address their marital problems, and then it's going to be another uh, goal for uh, maybe their work problems. Whatever you tell the uh, the AI, this is the problem. It'll come up with the goal, the objective, the intervention, and the tool. And it'll do it in seconds. And again, we could do it. It would just take a lot, lot, lot longer. And it wouldn't be so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) I love to see it. You know, if if you people, you know, maybe your listeners use ChatGPT or other kind of chatbots. And there's something so exciting about you put in this prompt. And that's Mm. really what we're talking about, just prompts. And, uh, And then you see this all this information coming, coming in. And we, you know, we know how long it would take to get that information, whatever we're looking for. And it's just, just terribly exciting. Yeah, no, it's, it's amazing. I mean, I, um, I just give an example is, so I've a lot of experience in um, software, uh, in uh, communications technology software. And I, my son started working, he's 25, 26 in the same area. And he, he would often ask me, for advice, he's well capable, young man, but he'd asked me for advice on, you know, how does this work? What's the implications of this? But he had to produce a um, a, a blog uh, there recently, and he sent it to me, and I was reading it, and I was thinking, how the hell did you write this? Uh, you know, there's five main points, every one of them succinctly made. Uh, how did he know that technology this is an issue with that type of technology, etc. I said, and I thought about it, and I said, call him up, and Ross said, Ross, did you use AI to write that article? And he said, I did, but I put my own uh, color on, put my own spin yeah. on. Yeah. And I could see where he did, because I know what he would bring out, you know, and I know him well, obviously. But I'm thinking, this is the way of the future. Um, you know, it's you could write maybe a half-hearted article if you're not particularly good at communications but here was a succinct well-written article and it had his personality on it so i just i'm just telling you reflect back to you in a different circumstance how, how this technology really transforms things incredibly and 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 you know it's called uh generative uh and and creative and and that's where we're, i think we're seeing uh for people who want to use that uh, a huge potential uh for uh uh for us and and using that technology to help people to say to a uh a teenager you know you're you're teaching them how maybe how to deal with dysfunctional thinking you know negative thinking and catastrophic thinking and and you say and you see here here's the here's what here here's what you're thinking everything's going to be bad what's the opposite of that well they could write it down a worksheet but what if i said go to this ai site Create this character, this cartoon character. Make him walk and talk and 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 be your friend. And all that's you know, mo- much of it's free. All of it's really readily available. Uh, so we're seeing our young people, particularly our teens and our twenties, use this incredibly fascinating video creation, book creation, uh, cartoon creation. Uh, and we can take that same those same tools and and say 
you know, how how can we use it to help you? How can you, uh, let's, let's say a journal, for example, something I've been thinking about. And rather than just writing a journal, which is very helpful, maybe that journal, that AI journal will say, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> why did you do Why did you do this? Why did you get in a car and when you know you had two two or three beers and yeah. and you know and it it'll it'll correct it'll tell you what's your incorrect thinking or your your self sabotaging behavior or uh and you know it's not going to it's not going to it's going to reflect the way a therapist would except that it'll be available anytime and uh you know you of course the you know the teenager can talk back to it and but so so there i think it's going to be an aid to therapy uh but it's not going to replace it but but certainly the the potential is is enormous and you know we're just you know when i think about when chat gpt was introduced which was november of 2022 right a little over here year and a quarter to year and a half ago what's happening already is so fast so amazing uh at both in the in the consumer piece and the professional piece, uh, you know, you just we have no idea what's going to happen. Mm. But it it'll you know, and there are warnings. You know, there was an interesting article I read uh, in a, a psychotherapy networker, which is a magazine here, very popular for therapists. And it, it, the issue was dedicated to AI, uh, and this. Uh, Therapist spent $25,000 putting everything he had ever written, everything he'd ever said into an AI chatbot. And his idea was that this chatbot is going to know everything I know. Mm. And, he, and, he, and, I don't, and at the last minute, he said, I'm not going to do it. I, I don't know whether this is ethical. I don't know whether this is a good idea. And... You know that that really bothered me because it, it, that's it's not, not you, a, is what you're saying, Larry. Yeah, it, it's not a dichotomy. You know, uh, it, it's not an either or. It's not we're going to have AI or we we have it, so we mm. might as well use it mm. and, and understand it and know how it can be used well and how it can't be used well for mental health and other purposes. Um, but this is what we're going to struggle with uh, in my profession, in mental health profession. Is this kind of there's still a distrust of technology, um, and you know that just that that just gets in the way. You know we have to be smart about it and use it appropriately, but it's there. It's in everybody's life. Mm -hmm. We all have cell phones. We all have all these apps. We we're all now going to be using AI. Whether we yeah, what do you want to know? I like it. It's there. You so, know, actually, I, I, you had mentioned that previously, and I went and read that article, and yeah, I was of the same mind and i was thinking maybe you could have taken the median step and tried it on a few people you know maybe released his own version incrementally but look that's that was his path uh one thing you said there i found interesting about that maybe the idea that um somebody could create their own um digital pal should we say uh, i mean it does have a huge advantage that it's non-judgmental there's uh that you know at the end of the day if somebody said something to you, you might feel hurt. But if it's a machine that says it to you, you can, you know, you it's a machine. It's nothing personal. Um, but at the same time, maybe it allows people to uh, develop or bring out concerns they have 
that they wouldn't say to a therapist. I'm not saying replace therapists. I, I actually yeah. do. I actually do think the human interconnection. Okay, I'm not. I'm not we're not going on the road of, you know, virtual um, uh, robots and all. Forget about that for a second. It's going to be a long time before we replace the human interconnection. And I think you especially would say that's the the, the heart of the, of the therapy process. Yeah, and I think uh, you, we have to understand that that AI is trained. It's not doesn't come up from the ground like the flowers. Uh, we we come up with an idea. This is what we do, and for our our treatment planner or our progress notes, and we constantly have to train it. If if it's making mistakes, we've got to make sure it doesn't make mistakes. Uh, and AI can be uh, and should be. Uh, helpful. It should be, you know, it, it's funny we were talking about your son and you, you can often tell if somebody uses chat GPT or other AI bots, they're too nice. Like, they're, <laughs> like, I, I've had people that were, you know, write letters or proposals and, and it's like a little saccharine. It's like, so they're so, you know, you work so hard and you do this, and, you know. Okay, I mean, it's it's nice to be up. So you, can, I can almost always tell if it's if it's AI yeah, that's been unedited. It's it's the too fake, fake sincerity, is what you mean, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. And, and, and if you ask it something, uh, you know, that you shouldn't, you know, the 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 big companies, OpenAI and Microsoft and. Uh, they, they won't. They won't give you an answer. Say, I don't know this. You know, I, I won't. I can't do so. That's, you know, it, it, right now it's skewing, maybe more positive than than people are. Mm. Uh, but but it's trainable. That that's that's the whole point. Is that uh, you know, as as people like me create a AI tools, we don't just you know unleash a Pandora's box. We we we. It's a tool. And and we find out the best way to utilize that tool, and uh, and we train it. You know, we mm. train. You know, you make it work. Well, Lawrence, so this is a really fascinating talk. And I, every time I talk to you, I, I hear an insight that I hadn't considered before. So uh, I always find it really fruitful and provoke, provokes my own thoughts. Uh, as as we said earlier, I think we're only starting in this journey, and you know, I believe it, it's going to be positive. But um. So, Lawrence, we we had before uh, the play out. You get to nominate the play out song in this podcast, and as I find people find it very difficult to name one song, but I'll put you on the spot anyway and tell me what song would you like to play on? Yeah, I I am a big fan of uh, uh, Josh Roban, and I think he's got a great, amazing, amazing voice. Wish I could sing like him, but he does a song uh, "You Lift Me Up," and. Uh, and I play it all the time when I need that, you know, when I need a little lift. And it's just so inspiring. And it's about, of course, somebody else uh, helping you. Maybe that's part of my training, but but reaching out to someone else and, and letting them lift you up. And that's my number one great. song. Great song. Great song. All right. Thanks, Lawrence. And I appreciate you being on the podcast again. Great to see you again. Take care.
my soul so weary when troubles come and my heart burdened be then I am still and wait here in the silence until you come and sit a while with me you raise me more than I